The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 18th chapter. Pilate entered the headquarters again, summoned Jesus, and asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered, Do you ask this on your own, or did others tell you about me? Pilate replied, I am not a Jew, am I? Your own nation and the chief priests have handed you over to me. What have you done? Jesus answered, My kingdom is not from this world. If my kingdom were from this world, my followers would be fighting to keep me from being handed over to the Jews. But as it is, my kingdom is not from here. Pilate asked him, So you are a king? Jesus answered, You say that I am a king, for this I was born, and for this I came into this world, to testify to the truth. Everyone who belongs to the truth listens to my voice. This is the gospel of our Lord. Praise, Praise to you, O Christ. Please be seated. Let us pray. Lord God, ruler of all nations, you rule the heavens, you rule the earth, you rule in our hearts. Guide us, O King, with the power of your word. Strengthen us, O God, with the power of your spirit. That our works and our deeds may testify to you, our Lord, our Master, our King, and our Savior. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray all these things. Amen. Are you the King of the Jews? It's a complicated question. There's no formal monarchy established in Israel at this time. The line of kings that succeeded David and Solomon have been stripped of their throne and killed off by the Assyrians and the Babylonians over 550 years before. The Herod, who was king at the time of Jesus' birth, and his son Herod, king at the time of Jesus' trial, death, burial, and resurrection, or more like governors, placed there by the Roman government as a buffer between the people of Israel and their Roman occupiers. The king in power then was Caesar, and he sits in Rome, not as king of the Jews, but as king of a vast, mighty, conquering empire. Pilate's question to Jesus then, are you the king of the Jews, is a trap. If Jesus says yes, then he's breaking the Roman law. He becomes a traitor, a crime punishable by death. But we know that Jesus is the king of the Jews. He is the prophesied king of the line of David, who was told to come and bring peace, bring harmony, and restoration to the people of Israel. But Jesus is more than that. Jesus is the Son of God, the second person of the Holy Trinity, the Word made flesh, the way, the truth, the life, the light of the world. Jesus is the bread of life, the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. 
Jesus is Emmanuel, God with us. So while Jesus is the king of the Jews, that's not all that he is. And to say, yes, Pilate, I am this king, doesn't fully describe who Jesus is and what exactly it is he's come to do. So instead of an answer, instead of a yes or a no, Jesus invites Pilate to delve into the fullness of who he really is with a question, do you ask this on your own, or did others tell you about me? Pilate's response to Jesus is one that tells us, Pilate knows there's a little more going on here than what he's hearing from the chief priests, from the scribes, from the people that have betrayed Jesus over to him. And there's more to this Jesus character than what meets his own eyes as he stands there questioning Jesus. Your own nation and the chief priests have handed you over to me. What have you done? What have you done? That's not something that a judge normally asks a suspect, a defendant, is it? No, a judge normally relies on the testimony of the accuser, the people who have been wrong, the evidence brought before the court to determine exactly what crime has been committed. What have you done, Jesus? Jesus has fed multitudes with a few loaves of bread and a few fish. Jesus has stood upon the mountain with Moses and Elijah, radiating with the glory of heaven. Jesus has called to his side a group of disciples whom he has taught to love one another, to care for the sick, to recognize God's activity in the world, and to see that God has not abandoned his people. Jesus has raised a dead man named Lazarus from the grave. He has shared meals with his disciples, and he has told them parables, stories about sheep and goats, about Samaritans, about fathers who rejoice at the return of their son. Jesus has broken bread and shared wine with his disciples. He has walked on water, calmed storms, reached out to children, and calls the lame to rise up and walk. Jesus has waded into a river to be baptized by his cousin. He has traveled the countryside preaching, repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. What have you done, Jesus? My kingdom is not from this world. If my kingdom were from this world, my followers would be fighting to keep me from being handed over to the Jews. But as it is, my kingdom is not from here. As it is, my followers aren't fighting. The followers Jesus has called to him are not people who seek to destroy to conquer, or to use aggression. Jesus taught his disciples, his followers, the way of peace, the way of mercy, the way of service, and the way of sacrifice. What Jesus has done is bring the kingdom of God, his kingdom, into this world, a world broken and infected by the plague of sin, death, and the devil, the miracles, the teachings, the parables, the healings, all of those things testify to what Jesus has done 
who he is and the kind of kingdom he comes to reign over. This kingdom is one that raises up the poor, the hungry, the homeless. This kingdom is one that despises and destroys the corruption that takes advantage of the weak. The corruption that refuses to aid those in need. Jesus' kingdom is one where the dead will be raised, will be raised, because death and the grave have been defeated already here and now. This kingdom, God's kingdom, is one where the refugee can find sanctuary from terrorism, famine, and war, and where the terrorists and the destroyers of this world are stripped of their power at the same time. The same Jesus who said, For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. Is the same Jesus, the same God, who said, Behold, I am sending you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. So be wise as serpents and innocent as doves. This is the Jesus who suffered death who entered the grave so that death itself might be defeated and the grave lose its grasp. This is the Jesus who makes us like him in baptism through the power of the Holy Spirit. So you are a king. You say you have a kingdom, not of this world. That means you have something. You are a king king has to have a kingdom. What Jesus has done through his own actions, through what he has taught, he's proven that by the power of God, evil can and will be destroyed and it will be conquered by another way than what is obvious, by another way than what makes sense, by the way of Jesus. By the way of a cross. A king, a true king, leads by example, not from the safety of a secured throne room, surrounded by guards and lavish feasts and large courts of followers. No, a true king leads from the midst of his people. Our king, our King Jesus, is the king who tells the temple leaders that they've strayed from the commands of God by serving those who had been rejected, the leper, the blind, the lame. Our King Jesus is the one who stepped down from his throne to take a place in a manger in Bethlehem. Our King Jesus is the one who stands before Pilate in chains, carries his cross, the instrument of his death, to the top of a hill, hangs on it, and establishes his throne here on earth. Emmanuel, God, with us. You say that I am a king. For this I was born. And for this I came into this world to testify to the truth. Everyone who belongs to the truth listens to my voice. The truth is that Jesus Christ, firstborn of the dead, king of all creation, gave himself to us, gave himself for us, and calls us. To love one another as servants, to speak out against the evils of this world as brothers and sisters, 
and to follow the narrow path of the cross. As disciples, baptized and redeemed children of God. Praise be to our King Jesus. To him was given dominion and glory and kingship, that all peoples, nations, and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion that shall not pass away, and his kingship is one that shall never be destroyed. Thanks be to God. Amen.